On the 29th of April, President Cyril Ramaphosa gave a 30-day deadline for members of the ANC charged with corruption and other serious crimes to step aside or face suspension. 30 days has passed and key strategic leaders in the ANC who have been charged with corruption and serious crimes, not least of which the Secretary General Ace Mahashule, have not stepped aside. Let's get started. Spread the fire fam, welcome back to SMWX. If you're new around here, my name is Dr. Cizwe Mbofu Welsh, and on this channel, the Cizwe Mbofu Welsh Experience, or SMWX, we explore South African politics through interviews and analysis. If this is the first video you're watching, make sure to check out a catalog of over a hundred videos on this channel, interviews, analysis, stretching all the way back to 2019. In this video, I want to disentangle this whole step aside fiasco. So what I want to do in this video is just to help you think through what this means, what's been happening, what is step aside, what will be happening, so that you can understand all that's going on right now in the news with the step aside resolution. So what I'll do is in the first part, I'll just give you a brief factual background so that we can get on the same page. Thereafter, I'll look at what might happen from this point forward. And then I'm gonna look at some of the political implications of various possible scenarios. So let's get into it. The first thing I wanna talk about is the factual background. And we need to go all the way back to December 2017 at the ANC's 54th elective national conference. Now at this national conference, the ANC passed a resolution. It actually passed multiple resolutions, but in its resolutions, which were to do with essentially corruption and how the party wanted to deal with corruption going forward, it passed a resolution that effectively said that ANC leaders who were charged or who were facing allegations of corruption should firstly present themselves before the Integrity Commission of the ANC and also that if they did not step down, they would effectively be at risk of being suspended, temporarily suspended by the organization pending disciplinary inquiries. But it's actually quite important, and I think in the public debate, the actual wording of this has been missed. So I want to get to some of that wording for you and uh, do excuse the reading, but I think the specific wording is actually very important. So what this resolution said is that the ANC would, quote, demand that every cater accused of or reported to be involved in corrupt practices accounts to the integrity committee immediately or faces DC processes. So if you are accused of or reported to be involved in, which is a really interesting phrase, is that media reports? Who reports that you are involved in corruption? 
you have to then account to the integrity committee immediately or risk disciplinary processes. After that, the resolution continues that uh, ANC cadres should could be summarily suspended or, or the uh, or summarily suspended people who fail to give an acceptable explanation or to voluntarily step down while they face disciplinary investigative or prosecutorial procedures. So the party has the power to summarily suspend people who fail to give an acceptable explanation or voluntarily step down while they face disciplinary or investigative or prosecutorial procedures. That's interesting. So what we have here is that the party can suspend people who don't explain, presumably to the integrity committee, what these reports or charges are all about satisfactorily. So if they can't do that, um, or if they fail to voluntarily step down. So you're accused of corruption or you're facing corruption charges, for example, you don't voluntarily step down, then you could be uh, subject to disciplinary procedures. Now, they also said, and I think this has been completely lost, that the party publicly dissociates itself from anyone, whether business, donor, supporter, or member, accused of corruption or reported to be involved in corruption. That's a very high bar. So the, the party committed itself to publicly dissociating itself from anybody accused or reported to be involved. I mean, basically, then the party would have to disassociate itself from everyone in the ANC, effectively, because the bar is that you are reported to be involved in corruption. There's a case for President Ramaphosa. There's a case for Gwede Mantashe. There's a, there are various cases across various branches of the party. So that's the resolution. Now, what happens? What happens subsequently is that, remember, there's the supposed cleanup. Well, the cleanup ends up in massive COVID-19 procurement corruption. And there's so much public pressure on the ANC, which has done virtually nothing to actually deal with corruption in the three years since this resolution, that President Ramaphosa, in something of a PR move, in my view, comes out, issues this letter to the African National Congress and says, we're accused number one in corruption and we need to get serious about the step aside resolution. So after this letter in October 2020, can you believe it? Ace Mahashula is actually charged um, in association with various others relate with uh, charges relating to this uh, asbestos situation in the free state which I have explained in another video check that video out uh, President Ramaphosa versus Ace Mahashule from around February this year so effectively Mahashule is charged so presumably the resolution kicks in well presumably the resolution should, should have kicked in for everyone charged with corruption in the ANC but they just haven't implemented so this big debate then ensues should Ace Mahashule step aside? It actually says step down in this, uh, voluntarily step down in this resolution. Interesting how that has slowly evolved into step aside. And should he or should he not? Well, the ANC 
in its paralyzed state can't make up its mind. Remember, we're talking last year already. So what do they do? Okay, they get a bunch of legal opinions. Is it legal to ask people to step aside? Well, uh, the legal opinions conflict. It takes a number of months for the party to figure out what to do. That's a whole saga. Then, after the legal opinions, we have this situation where guidelines have to be created for the stepping aside to actually take effect. So we have more months where the ANC is creating all these guidelines for stepping aside. Okay, finally, the guidelines, quote unquote, are ratified by the NEC. And in April last year, uh, this year, I beg your pardon, 2021, President Ramaphosa then comes out and says, well, you have 30 days to step aside. Everyone, once again, uh, thinks that, okay, this is some big moment. Maybe we're going to see some even symbolic uh, action against corruption. What happens just days after President Ramaphosa's State Capture Commission uh, testimony where he says he, you know, the party is committed to uh, solving its problems of uh, corruption, the deadline passes. And all we've heard from the ANC is, for some reason, after the deadline that they themselves set, uh, they need to process this situation where people haven't stepped aside. Now, what did they say in their statement on the 29th of April? They said, if you don't step aside, you'll face suspension. So in the second part, I now want to look at what could happen from here. So in part two, here we are to discuss what could happen from here. And now I want to take a look at where we stand. So I'm recording this video early in the week before the ANC NEC meets this weekend, which will be the 8th, of, the 8th and 9th of May. So the ANC has eff effectively issued an ultimatum. They said step aside in 30 days or face suspension. But after the deadline passed, nothing has happened yet. And so we're in this weird limbo period where the ANC NEC has to sit, but nobody has actually faced suspension yet. So the question is, what's going to happen? Well, there are a number of scenarios that present themselves. In the last part of this video, I'll look at which ones I think are more likely. But basically what we could have is that Ace Mahashule, but remember there are many ANC people who are charged with serious crimes or corruption. Um, so it applies to many people, but I want to focus particularly on the SG because that's the, the, the hotly contested question. Well, what could happen is that he gets suspended um, this week before the NEC meeting. Another option is that the NEC meeting sits and then after that meeting, we have suspensions announced. Or we could see a further attempt to kick the can down the road. So. Uh, the ANC will say it still needs to process things and, you know, it still needs to iron out things. So basically, neither here nor there. And then finally, we could have uh, a decision where it decides not to do anything. So effectively, where we are is we're at a very important point in this battle that I spoke about in my video of earlier this year between the two poles of the ANC. The one pole seeking to uh, convince and persuade people who they deem as falling under the 
the guidelines of this resolution uh, you know really attacking them and suggesting that they should step aside on the other hand we have uh, a section of the ANC which is saying well this all seems a bit convenient because the people who are really being targeted by this conference resolution are inevitably opponents of the president and his faction and there are other people who have been reported to be involved in um, corruption even charged who have not um, been, the, been the subject of, of scrutiny here. So this is where we sit, and this is why this is an important moment to see what happens with the factional dynamics in the ANC. In the next part of this video then, having established where this comes from, where it could go, I wanna look at some of the implications of these different scenarios. So let's do that right now in the third part of this and final part of this video. So in part three of this video, I now wanna look at the outcomes and the potential implications of these various scenarios and what they could mean. Now, I think one of the things that we need to be clear on is that stepping aside is not actually any real way of dealing with corruption. And so in some ways, the ANC has managed to convince people that if Esma Khashule steps aside voluntarily, that that would somehow represent a decisive uh, move towards an anti-corruption stance. But really we have to question whether stepping aside while receiving full pay is even a real statement of intent at all. So I think one of the questions we have to ask is, even if ANC leaders were to step aside, how do we know that that would result in anything other than further paralysis, further shenanigans, and just a counter action later that we've seen many times in ANC politics, the Zuma rearguard um, defensive maneuver, as it were, before uh, 2007 is a case in point. So in some ways, I think we need to question this entire narrative of stepping aside. So that's the one thing. So what if people step aside? That's not the state getting serious about corruption. That's a symbolic move on the part of the ANC. Now, I think what we are likely to see, in my view, is one of two things. Either I think we could see the ANC suspending Mahashule, um, after this NEC meeting. But again, I would caution people's celebration here, those who wish to celebrate. Because I think if that happens, then there's an entire situation that unfolds. So, so that's the start of a process. It's not the end of a process. Because Mahashule could do various things. He could uh, challenge that legally. Um, various provinces could challenge the stepping aside of their members legally as well so it could be a kind of joint challenge in any event Mahashule would then have to face disciplinary processes he would then also be able to appeal those disciplinary processes so there's really no world in which this all uh, resolves itself in time for the ANC's 2022 um, 55th National Conference.
I just don't see how this issue goes away so quickly. Remember, even if uh, there's some kind of uh, appeal and that appeal is successfully upheld, Mahashule still has legal options in the courts. So this process can be dragged and drawn out just as long as Ace Mahashule wants to draw it out, to be quite honest. So that's one scenario. The other scenario, which I think is uh, quite likely, so I think these two are the most likely of the different scenarios, um, is that the ANC once again prevaricates and essentially tries to convince people that it needs further time and it needs more time. And if that happens, then you know that the divisions in the ANC, NEC, are, and in the party are at such a point once again that no definitive outcomes are possible because each side of the party has the ability to veto anything that another side suggests. So either way, I think we're in for quite the period in terms of internal ANC politics and the way that will play out. But I'm quite certain that certainly up until the ANC's next national conference, there will be no clear, unambiguous statements about corruption because the party is filled. Its ranks are swollen with corrupt members and it's simply pie in the sky to imagine that the party could resolve all of that before the, the national conference in 2022. More close to where we are, there's an election coming up in just a few months. So the ANC will be in an extremely compromised position if this process is unfolding of disunity while it's trying to unite to fight an election. And we also need to guard against, as citizens, PR ploys. So it may well be that the ANC pretends to be getting serious about corruption. Guess what happens? The election comes around, people are fooled, the ANC retains much of its power, even gains power, and then guess what happens? Complacency sets in, we don't need to do anything, and South Africa is back to square one, even if the ANC has taken a step forward for itself. So these are among the questions that I think need to be considered. These are the issues on which we need to keep our eye when we see this news of stepping aside unfolding before us over the next week, the next months, and possibly even the next year to 18 months. Thanks for watching SMWX. Um, hashtag SMWX on Twitter. I will retweet you. Comment down below. Like, share, subscribe. And thank you so much for keeping this channel growing and for being such an incredible political community with which to engage. See you on the next one. Aye. Yeah.